0: Welcome to Nerdy Geeky Freaky, the podcast for all you nerds, geeks, and freaks. This is episode 9, the age of the podcast. And I am William.
1: And I'm Danica. And
0: I'm Mike. And this episode, we have a cowabunga of a show for you. We're going to talk about everything in the nerd culture that's going on lately.
2: Let's start off as we usually do with the
0: nerdy news headlines. Number 5, we have the Infinity Wars. 1 and 2 will be shot in all IMAX 2D. Which is something exciting,
1: very exciting. That's excellent.
0: Mm-hmm. It's going to look good. Do you think? you think it's going to look just as good as that whole countdown five to one, the IMAX? Well, the IMAX. Um... I always touch the screen when it's when that <laughs> happens.
1: Hopefully, it would. It has that potential of being that good. Because like, Avatar,
0: like that. Avatar, was, Avatar is great. Was shot like that, right? Not
2: all in IMAX. They used uh, IMAX cameras because. Uh... The reason why it's so hard to shoot an entire film in IMAX cameras is because they're freaking huge. Look up Zack Snyder. He tweeted a picture not too long ago. They're shooting some sequences in Batman v. Superman with the IMAX. They're pretty much a small vehicle. They're pretty big. It, and they're noisy it, They're, they're, they're no- and
0: heavy and delicate. That's I don't know it, if they're noisy. I, they're they're I heavy noisy. and
2: delicate. They are very heavy because they're like – there's so much stuff that goes into it that the, – lens on its own is about probably like the size of a tv or
0: not a small tv i should say a small tv i think don't quote me on it they look like a giant like what you think um they shoot radiation at people in hospitals yeah, with. yeah it looks like a giant
2: like a like an old like a science fiction bazooka cannon or yeah. something and it's really hard to shoot multiple uh What's it called? Multiple Shot scenes. scenes. Yeah, multiple scenes with that camera because it's very hard to uh, work around. And yeah, there's but, only only so many because they even broke one of them during the Dark Knight. Yeah, they broke yeah. one, and they're expensive. Horrible. But, <laughs> um, IMAX is working really hard right now to develop. They are developing uh, smaller cameras uh, that will still encompass the same range. Uh, and Infinity Wars Part One and Two, I believe, is going to be the guinea pig for the these new cameras that they're uh developing i forget what the exact name that they're called but they will be uh
1: mini imax kind of mini (laughs) they're they're
2: gonna be a lot more easier to carry around and lug around so it's gonna make shooting the entire movie with them a lot better and the scope of seeing them like if you've ever seen a Christopher Nolan movie in IMAX, like I saw *Interstellar* in IMAX, but the scenes that he shot specifically with the IMAX camera, it's just like, it's so beautiful. Like, to see an entire Avengers movie shot with an IMAX camera, especially since they might go into space, that would be awesome. Yeah.
1: That really will pull you into the movie even more, too, yeah. with just the effects.
2: And if they start shooting certain scenes... With IMAX 3D cameras, that might even be cooler. But I, I think they're just gonna shoot it with just the 2D cameras and then post convert to 3D. What they have been doing the past couple of years with their
0: movies. Well, I know it's gonna be good, and for two movies for double feature, which is gonna be cool. You know that first one's gonna end on like the saddest note ever. Oh, I know. Uh, it's gonna
2: be. They're finally. The Avengers are finally gonna lose.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be fine. A fun. lot
2: of people thought they were gonna lose Can in we... in Age of Ultron. But we'll, we're doing a spoilers review uh, for Avengers Age of Ultron. So, you know, you can just hear our thoughts on that when you hear the episode. But anyway, what's next?
0: Uh, Josh Tanks leaving. Josh Trank. Tranks. There's just think R Tank with an R. Josh <laughs> Tranks leaving the Star Wars Anthology. And Q, sad moment in his
2: life now. Because there's a lot of controversy going around about the Josh Trank situation because, I guess, uh, he's the one who's directing the uh, Fantastic Four reboot, Ugh. and it looks good. I don't care what you say. It looks And he okay. did Chronicle. He did uh, that movie Chronicle, you know, the found footage superhero movie. That was, was terrible. It?
0: Watch. I thought you that thought was going to be amazing. I thought that was amazing. No, it's totally predictable. Oh, predictable. No, no, no it doubt it was predictable. I
2: saw everything coming, but no the way... For-
0: no reason for it to be found footage because half those scenes around the end, there's no. I understand he's lifting up cameras so they can all record them. No, the shots they all took in these found footage movies don't exist. The same
2: can be said about any found footage movie. I I totally agree with you on the found footage premise. It's like a useless. It's gimmick. over with. We're done yeah. with them. It's a yeah. useless gimmick. Oh, speaking of the uh, Friday the Thirteenth reboot, it's going to be found footage. But that's not a news headline. I'm just saying. I'm guess, just, what I'm do you just guess breaking your mean heart. Stuff like that? I'm breaking your guys' heart. I don't yeah, like doing that. And it's gonna be found footage style, so breaking all all your hearts right now. But anyway, shattered um, into pieces. So number three. Anyway, no, no, no. I uh, want to talk more about Josh Trank. Oh okay. yeah. Trank. No more about tank. the tank. Friday the Thirteenth found footage movie. But anyway, there's a lot of controversy going on because I guess supposedly the set of the Fantastic Four was really hard to work around with him because um, they said that he destroyed sets. His dogs <laughs> destroyed a hotel room. He was just he was always late and everything like that. And they and the writer of Fantastic Four Simon Kinberg who did who also wrote uh X-Men Days of Future Past and he's heavily involved in uh Star the Star Wars uh anthology world too. I uh, think uh, he's uh, he actually is an executive producer on Rebels, the TV show the animated TV series for Star Wars. Uh and I guess supposedly he Uh, Floated around, he floated around to Disney that Josh Trank can't be trusted with the material, and either the drama. The rumor is that he left uh, the project uh, without telling Disney. He just up and quit, high and dry. Left them high and dry, you know, without a director and signing
0: contracts and that stuff.
2: Yeah, which is why a lot of people doubt that that's the truth. What they're thinking happened is is just the real thing that happened was there was just a lot of. uncompromise or not able to compromise for certain things, like they uh, couldn't settle on a on an actual picture. We don't even know what the second anthology movie is going to be. There's rumors that it's going to be Boba Fett, but I highly doubt that.
0: Um, yeah, it's like it's a spinoff, like the yeah. like anthology
2: the, is going to be a separate separate from the episode. Yeah, could, the first one is going to be called Rogue Run, which is going to be uh, taking place before the uh, in between the events of. Uh, Right before A New Hope, it's going to be about the pl- a, a rebel group who uh, steals the Death Star
0: plans. Yeah, Rogue One, we uh, like, are like the best pilots in the universe. Yeah,
2: and nobody knows what anthology the second one was going to be about. That's the one that Josh Trank was going to direct. So he left. A lot of people even say that it was way too soon to even announce him because that's not going to come out till 2018. So like... He was supposed to show up at Star Wars Celebration Day, but he he pulled a no show, and they said it's because he had a flu. A lot of people just saw the flags right there, uh, but anyway, uh, it just opens the door now for uh, new directors, and I think I'm putting my name in the mix, or who I want to pick up the next uh, Star Wars anthology. Who? Alex Garland. You, none of you know who I'm talking about because he's fairly he's a fairly new director. Um, he did Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Sorry. I keep calling it Ex Machina. It sounds Ex, familiar. Yeah, uh, It just came out not too long ago. I think I did a review about it. Did I do a review on the show? I don't remember. Uh, but basically, he did a very good sci-fi movie in Ex Machina. And I think he would do well with a Star Wars anthology sh- series because it it's his own way of doing a... a a separate story. And it's a very good movie if you ha- get a chance to see it and you'll see why I think he
0: should be Yeah, it sounds familiar. I think character. I watched it maybe. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think it's going to be a Boba Fett movie that he jumped off of?
2: Mm, if it is, the rumors are that the Boba Fett movie will be an, another type of origin. But there's a couple of predominant theories that either Boba Fett is going to be like the Dread Pirate Roberts from Princess Diaries where it's a, it's a mantle and not an actual person. That somebody picks up the Boba Fett mantle. So wait, because we've never seen Boba Fett in the in the.
0: But we know what he looks like he looks like Django Fett because he's a clown. Well, and
2: if if we go along with the uh, plot line from uh, clone, uh, Attack of the Clones, which we should. But a lot of people don't think that Boba Fett is the kid. Like, well, he could have been the kid, but like he maybe died some sometime down the line, got killed, and somebody decided, well. He has a an infamous name. I'm gonna take up his mantle and become the new Boba Fett. That
0: no, man, I don't like that idea. I like the idea that you can have the actor or someone else that looks like him and be more torn up because you know Boba Fett was more of a. They'll probably replace him,
2: but again, somebody who is the same ethnicity as the Jango Fett person who was uh, uh, New Zealand, I believe. He was from New Zealand. The guy who played uh, Jango Fett and the clones. Uh, have You guys
0: ever seen the Boba Fett without the mask? in the original movies. That's who played Boba. Yeah, Fett. a scrawny little English man with a mustache and old man glasses. I'll post uh, it I'll post it ever, on the page later. Did you ever
2: uh, realize that in the in one of the many special edition renditions of uh, Star Wars: The Return of the Jedi, they actually had the uh, guy who voiced Jango Fett come back to redub all the lines Jango Fett did or Boba Fett did in the Return of the Jedi, which was I think only a couple lines.
0: I wouldn't be surprised with all the changes he keeps putting up. I mean, Hayden Christensen
2: came back in Return of the Jedi as the Force (laughs) Ghost for Anakin.
0: I'm Han Solo, and I always shoot first.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I never shoot first. Anyway, uh, that's basically the Star Wars news, and I'm really sad that Josh Trank left because I think he could have done a good job. But if he doesn't work well with Disney, then they don't need him. So what's next,
0: though? Number three, Civil War cast synopsis.
2: Okay, so the official cast, of course, would be Steve uh, Chris Evans coming back as Steve Rogers' Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark, Iron Man. Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Sebastian Stan's coming back as Winter Soldier, Bucky Barnes. Uh, Anthony Mackie is going to be back as Sam Wilson in The Falcon.
0: And Paul Rudd for Ant-Man.
2: Paul Rudd? yep. Yeah, Paul Rudd was just announced. He's coming. He's going to be Ant-Man in this one, Scott Lang, after his own movie, uh, Ant-Man, comes up. Also, Elizabeth Olsen's returning as uh, Scarlet Witch, Don Cheadle is coming back as War Machine, Jeremy Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye and Paul Bettany as Vision will be coming back. And Martin Freeman will be coming back uh will not be coming back. He will be appearing as a unconfirmed uh character.
0: I'm trying to think about who is left.
2: Well, there's some theories that he's going to play the role of the senator that they don't have the rights to, you, that was integral in the in uh, the Civil War storyline, or mm-hmm. a senator, or a political person in general.
0: That's a big cast. That's a big, expensive a big, cast. A very big cast. You know they're going to make the money back. Who cares? Oh, yeah. They are.
2: <laughs> and the official synopsis is as goes this. Uh After the events of Avengers Age of Ultron, when Captain America and the Avengers' handling of an international incident results in collateral damage, politicians look to form a system of accountability and a governing body to determine when to call in the Avengers, which results in the fracturing of the team while they attempt to protect the world from a new enemy. And that enemy is probably Baron Helmut von Zemo, which is... uh, Gonna be played by Daniel Pearl, by the way. Uh, oh, Ritson, *Glorious Bastards*.
0: Do you think so? He, no, he, oh, he, it's, it's confirmed official? that he's gonna. Oh, okay, be I'm sorry. Okay, I could think of a thousand other ideas, but yeah, yeah. Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo, that's cool. The guy, the guy with the sticky paste gun that gets his mask glued to his face from his own weapon.
2: <laughs> I didn't know that, but yeah. that's funny. Uh But it makes sense for what the Civil War is gonna be about. How it's gonna be about uh.
0: So that what I was curious about, because a lot of people know, like, they... Well, they, they weren't going to do
2: the original comic book storyline. I anymore. know,
0: but still, like, why... I can understand you can do it, like, Tony Stark versus uh, Captain America, because every problem is direct result of Tony Stark mm-hmm. and his humorous. But, yeah, it was uh, an idea, right? Yeah. What do you think, Danica? Uh,
1: well, it's going to it be exciting. It's going to be exciting? Yeah, I'm going to be excited to see it. We'll see when we see. So...
0: Casting would be good, though. It makes
2: I I think it makes sense because if you think about it, what type of character is Captain America in the movies? He's the type of character who does not yeah, watch your language. Watch watch your language. Anyway, he's if somebody comes up to him and says he's tight. Yeah, he's, he's uptight. He's, I don't think he's uptight. He just has old old war values yeah. from like the from the forties, which is help everybody. Don't it doesn't matter who they are if they need help, help them. And with the way current society is where it's only help them if it benefits us and you have a governing system being like a um i know the world's falling apart over there and you want to go help them but it won't benefit us if you help them so you can't go help them of course he's gonna be like no i that's not the way i roll and then tony stark's gonna somehow come in there and be like that only that's the only way to do it steve and then they're gonna like they're gonna duke it out
0: yeah, because there's a couple stuff when oh, they're chopping wood in the Avengers talking mm-hmm. about how they had different ideas. That Tony Stark doesn't trust anyone without a – what would he say? Oh, without a dark side or without He secrets? doesn't trust
2: somebody – he doesn't trust anybody without a dark side.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of like started the, right there. Mm-hmm.
2: It, and it – Tony the type of person too where he'll – Like we saw, I don't want to go too much into it. Uh, That's why you can watch the spoilers review. We're Uh, talking about Civil War right now. Yeah, we're talking about Civil War. He's the type that he'll try to end the fight before it gets worse. Where Captain America will fight until he can't fight anymore.
0: Yeah, that's pretty much how they are. So next we got um, number two. Nintendo and Universal are teaming up to create Nintendo theme park attractions. Finally.
2: Uh, I can see the light shine in your eyes. That's Both
1: Mario games. Kart. That's going to be fun. Yeah,
0: Donkey Kong. Are they have a little
1: Zelda? Are they going to have, like, uh, to the Zelda, lost yeah. woods? Are we going to get lost in woods? They have, that would be cool. Because you know how they have you go through, like, little areas? Yeah, be cool. music
0: and stuff. Yeah. And just, I don't know how they're going to do attractions. You think it would just be all, um, not roller coasters, but, yeah, you know, it's universal. So a lot of their stuff are interactive rides where yeah. it's, like, Jurassic Park is a roller coaster and a water thing and it has stuff coming at you?
3: Yeah.
0: Something like that. Or yeah, I think so. Maybe just how the the tram ride is where it's just one ride hopefully it's not just one tram ride where you go through old Nintendo land.
3: Yeah. H- but
0: well I'm saying it right now though, if they if in the Mario
2: section they do not have uh elevators designed to look like the tubes, I will be very disappointed.
1: <laughs> what?
2: They could do a Well we need to go ideas.
1: into the tubes. To enter, somehow
2: elevators. That, see, that's be, what I'm talking about. Like we'll you
1: yeah. go in the tube, people will be all claustrophobic. If you're claustrophobic, don't go
2: in there. <laughs> <laughs> like what if they had like, the uh, like an under like you know how when you when he goes down into the tunnels uh, underground and the plumbing and all that mm. stuff. Bloop mm. bloop 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 bloop. Yeah. Anyway, uh, you do that where to enter the ride. It's like a it's like a plumbing ride. Uh, but well, they to have enter to. it, you have to go through the tubes and they do that bloop, bloop,
1: bloop. Yeah, like and a theme. And then they go down, dunna, dunna, dunna.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you get so many ideas. They should have just made their own. They got the money. Just make your own theme mm-hmm. park. We'll go. And if they
2: do, when they do Zelda, I think they should have. I don't get my
0: hopes too high Hy- for Zelda. Yeah. Hyrule
2: uh, <laughs> exploration.
0: Or something like, maybe like how um, Buzz Lightyear ride, where you have like the gun or you have like some kind of weapon where you can attack moblins or. Stifos and stuff. Well, you
2: already know they're going to rip off uh, Disney's Cars from Disney World. Oh, for that. carts for the for Mario Kart's.
0: Yeah, but like, how do you do that without having somebody? It with, yeah, no, with keeping it as not just another car, right? What makes it Mario about it? Mm-hmm. Besides the paint on the cars and just you know car car um you know cutouts of yeah, I, I just think they're going to do stuff. it in for maybe for have no
1: shells bouncing around as you're driving. Kid like old people. shells, yeah. like shells bouncing into the car. That that's can... true.
0: You kind of spin a little bit, like Roger Rabbit's ride.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like that though. Kind of, I might get a little nauseous.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> thinking. Like, how do you, how do you <laughs> legitly <laughs> like, do a theme park with that Nintendo? That would
1: be
2: cool, though. And make it. Like, I don't know if you can do everything, but you can do some of it. Probably. Yeah, You can't you, do Zelda.
0: You can probably can't do much with Zelda. Because if you can do stuff so with like the peanuts from Snoopy and make attractions out of it, you can yeah. definitely make it amount of Nintendo. True.
2: Anyway, that's... And it would sell. Mm-hmm.
1: What's yeah. next, Will?
0: Number one, we had the Suicide Squad photo. Which has been released? Elite? Of... And...
2: No, it's released. Uh, it... David Ayer uh, tweeted out the same way he tweeted the Joker picture out. Which a
0: lot of people still do not.
2: I think a lot of people are losing hope for this movie. Slowly and slowly.
0: DC, man, they know how to suck the fun and joy out of a comic book, don't they? The last Superman movie. The last two Superman movies. Super Stalker, spider Superman. And um, the last one was Crying Mopey Hobo Superman. And now the new Sky w- it's Suicide Squad movie. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Where everyone's happy to see Harley Quinn. She looks okay. Which the actress is perfect for her.
2: She just
1: yeah. needs the Harley She's... Quinn makeup on, though. I, just... oh,
2: I, I like it because it is in the same vein as the Joker. The, that we saw, the Joker picture. Like a very grungy punk rock version of Harley Quinn to match a very grungy punk rock version yeah. of Joker.
0: I like how she's in the center. So you know the whole movie is based around her and oh, she's which... going to get the best lines. Yeah,
2: And I love her bat and says Good night on it. I yeah. think, that, I think that's, that's perfect Harley Quinn. Hopefully I wish she... it was a mallet, but... I can see how they would not give her a mallet because that's very impractical. Well,
0: I hope she changed outfits. Not like oh, she is. They uh, tons they, have, up, they have announced
2: yeah. it uh, before. Uh, Harley Quinn isn't just going to be in one outfit the whole movie. She's going to have multiple outfit changes, and that's sure. just the first one we've seen. So that's probably like the first stuff they're shooting is her in that outfit. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, we see her like with more of a like the comic look or of um, her. Upper-
2: I don't think we're gonna get the classic Harley Harley Quinn look. We're just gonna we're gonna get more variations stuff. of yeah, it. Variations of uh, the Harley Quinn we've already seen, but I know we're definitely not gonna get that Harley Quinn with the full getup from the cartoon from the animated. Series. Oh yeah, where she was just, um yeah created. Yeah, that's too that's too far. Yeah, <laughs> but we're probably gonna. She's probably gonna have pants. A lot of people were mad she doesn't have pants, and I can tell you for my opinion, shorts. I prefer the shorts. But anyway, it, it's
0: she has like high heel boots. Which I like. That's cool.
2: Match her style. She's not going to wear a traditional But yeah, Captain outfit. Boomerang
0: looks good. I like him. Um, Killer Croc looks ridiculous. I don't even know how half these real people are. I don't really for follow DC too much. For all you who say
2: practical effects are better than CGI
0: and motion capture, proof. Yeah, I heard King Shark was supposed to be in it. But no. I don't know who King Shark is. He's basically a street shark.
2: <laughs> street shark? But oh they yeah. put, um, when are they going to make the Street Sharks movie? That's what I want to know.
0: Uh, same with the Battletoads. Andy Circus for the motion capture for all Street yeah, sharks, but I don't know who half these people are. Uh, Katana, I kind of know her. Enchantress, Enchantress is the one that looks like the the Grudge on. St- yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah. I, you're doing like, she does look
3: th- like the Grudge.
0: <laughs> when I think Enchantress, I think Marvel and uh, with Loki and stuff, the hot um, blonde. But so do you th- well, Enchantress actually
2: uh, kind of pops up in Agents of Shield. Uh, her sister does at least. Oh, okay. But the- and I think they reference her, but I'm not sure.
0: Well, yeah, that's Marvel. But then. now
2: I don't know if they can because she's not going to be. Because it'll be like the same thing with uh, Captain Marvel and Shazam. They can't use the same character name, because you know how both of them are Captain Marvel in the comics history. Captain Marvel and
0: yeah, well, yeah, he calls himself Captain, Captain Marvel because he doesn't want to give out. It. You can't just say, "Oh, who are you? Oh, I'm Shazam," and then and turn into sh- the Billy West or Billy Walton or whatever.
2: I think in, when they do the Shazam movie, because they're doing the Shazam movie, yeah, uh, they're gonna kind of retcon that, so he has to shout it out and fe- with with like enthusiasm, or maybe turn. he does
0: the whole speech like um god yeah, he, has he, has an, he has to name every not every, a, every guy but he uh, says like who gives him the power who's the wizard um shazam yeah wizard, wizard shazam grant me the power like a whole herc um he-man thing where he says yeah. i have the power and like lifts his hands up or like wonder woman and stuff there's a spin mm-hmm. i don't know mm-hmm. but, but anyway back to the picture yeah so captain boomerang looks cool he looks awesome um what's his name i don't Replug. know a lot of these people
2: there's Rick Flag. Uh, Slipknot is the dude at the very end, and then uh, who's the guy in the uh, Letterman jacket? I know who it is. They said who he was, but I.
0: Forgot. I only know these characters. Diablo.
2: From... His name's Di- El Diablo or okay. something
0: like that. I only know basically the main DC characters unless I really like them. But a lot of these characters I only know from the incredible animated movies they've been putting out for the past like ten years that are amazing. Mm. But yeah. other than that, didn't they have a Suicide Squad animated movie? They did not. But they have incorporated
2: Suicide Squad in many stuff. Um, rec- sure? More recently, they actually have Suicide Squad in the Arrow TV show. And the very first variation had Deadshot, uh, Shrapnel. Uh, God, I can't. Where did I see things. these?
0: Um, than before, I thought there was a movie. No, no, well, it's not. Oh, well,
2: maybe. I don't. I don't they, know.
0: they make. They're still making them, right? DC. Oh yeah, there's, they're they always make, like making the best. Yeah, because they just made it with um, Batman versus Robin, right?
2: Yeah, Batman. Uh, Batman versus Robin. Yeah, uh, which is based on the uh, New Fifty Two version.
0: I don't know. We're gonna see what's going on after that. That universe might be dead soon, anyway. Yeah, true. And nothing's been coming out for DC recently. Like
2: I have my pull list for for Flash, Batman. Nothing's coming out, so I think they're oh. all
0: working towards convergence right now. That's true. Which yeah, is probably why I'm not getting anything. Which, yeah, everything's gonna be reset or and, changed. But um, Ben Affleck was seen. Yeah, as Batman, as Bruce Wayne. As Bruce Wayne, on, yeah, on, set. on the set. Mm-hmm. Spoilers.
2: Spoilers. Spoilers. And
0: every paparazzi with a cell phone is taking pictures, so it's Actually, hard to get these things. I want to out. talk
2: about something really quick before we move on. Uh, I was talking to the comic book guy today. He also hates the new Joker because he wants his Joker in – he wants his traditional Joker. Mark like Hamill. Not nah, Mark Hamill. He just wants his traditional Joker. Like, you know, in the suit. Like, just make it like he is in the psychopathic comic. Psychopathic gentleman, whatever he calls him. Make him like the comic Joker. Ju- Anyway, he was talking about how he's how he perceives the Joker. He perceives him as an imposter Joker who that's like that's the type of Joker that if who that's the type of person who would imitate the Joker and the Joker would actually come out and kill.
0: Like the one they have for um the one with no face Joker right now. Yeah,
2: I thought that was a real Joker, but I had to read more into
0: that. I know it's I like didn't... it was I have it was a yeah. rumor.
2: No, actually, I think that was actually the real Joker, but there was a lot of rumors going around that it was actually somebody else pretending to be Joker.
0: Yeah, but there's, like, a weird thing where uh, he kidnaps Harley Quinn, and she kind of says, you seem different. But then mm. he takes her into, like, a torture chamber, and there's a bunch of other skeletons, and he re- kind of refers to them as being old Harley Quinn sidekicks. Mm. And she kind of freaks out, but she kind of thinks that that's not the Joker. That's not her Joker at least. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe in this new version that it is uh, a fake Joker because it's not an uh, origin story of all these people. Everyone has been acknowledged for years being mm-hmm. fighting each other. Which so, is
2: actually where I want to – this is my theory. I, and I floated it towards that guy, towards the comic book guy, Sid. Uh, I said, what if this is an imposter Joker that like – and that's not his Harley Quinn. That's not – that's not the Joker that Batman's fought in the past, because this is remember this is a season Batman we're gonna get in this new DC universe. We're not gonna have like an origin Batman where he's starting out and everything. He's already fought everybody, basically. He's already had a life as a, as a vigilante, and he retired, and he comes out of retirement to fight Superman.
0: Is that what the story is? That's the story.
2: Uh, and what if the reemergence of Batman inspires the reemergence of it, Joker imitators and? Jared Leto is a Joker imitator, but he just, he's like so crazy that Batman has to step in or Suicide Squad steps in to take him out. But at the very end, the original Joker comes, kills Jared Leto, and is like, I'm back, Bats.
0: That would be a twist, but that would be are twist. kids going to follow that?
2: Not a chance. Hmm. But to appease you... They don't want Mark to Hamill appease that. Mark Hamill is the original Joker. That'd cool. that'd yeah, that'd that would
0: be
1: cool. That would be a twist. That would be a twist.
0: And he's in shape right now, so... Kind of. Blow my <laughs> mind.
2: Yeah, It would and it would make sense, because the biggest complaint I think a lot of people have about this Joker isn't just the tattoos, is that he, comparative-wise, looks very young uh, to Batman. So, if this is a Joker that has had run-ins with Batman... That means this Joker was, like, 16 when Batman was in his prime. Well, that's
0: the same. We don't know anything about him. But, I don't know. Even we only saw one photo yeah, that we just was... we saw one
2: photo. And we're reading into it way too much. We need to take our reading glasses off and mm-hmm. stop reading into it. Yeah. But that's it for the nerdy news. Yeah, next... Before we run off into more tangents about the Joker. Uh, instead of doing a movie review this time, we are going to do a movie preview for something coming out May 15th. A little small movie called Mad Max Fury Road. And if you know for, what that is. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who aren't following, it is a reimagining of the original Mad Max directed by the original direct writer and director George Miller. It's
0: a it's kind of, reboot. It's, a kind of the, reboot. it's off the second one. From
2: what I hear, it's one of the movies you don't have to watch the original to get. It's like a, it's not a sequel, but it's not a reboot.
0: Well, The Road Warrior you didn't have to watch the original to get. because The original was way kind of off.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, but that was in vein of the 80s style. When you had a successful movie, you did a sequel that had no connections to the first one. You just did a sequel to do a sequel. Right. Examples are yeah, Highlander, mean. The Highlander 2, The Quickening. If you've seen Highlander 2, The Quickening, and you've seen Highlander, I feel sorry for you because you mm. will be disappointed. <laughs> if you have not, don't. Just skip Highlander 2, The Quickening. Go straight to I Highlander, think you told me that, The yeah. Final Dimension. If you're if you going to watch Highlander and you want to get all in, invested into Highlander, just watch the first one, skip the second one, watch the third one be sad a little bit, and then watch the fourth one be sad a little bit, and then skip the fifth one. But anyway, away from Highlander. Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> it's a reimagining by the same guy who wrote and directed the very first one. So he's going to have his... Uh, it's gonna be. It's gonna have his stamp on it, which it does. And a lot of people who have seen it already, like uh, critics, have said, "You don't need to watch the first one to get the first trilogy, the original trilogy, to get this new Mad Max." But if you have seen it, you'll have a greater appreciation for it.
0: Yeah, because the preview tells you everything that's gonna happen. Everyone's looking for water and food and yeah. oil. Not,
2: not that you. Not that's the premise of the first one. This one, no, I haven't seen much of it, but it seems kind of the same but it could be something completely different. No, that's what they say
0: in the preview. Like you, you hear news reporters like, talking over I
2: told you not to tell yeah. me anything, man. I want we to go watched online. the preview before. I don't remember that. I just remember saying I think we the watched it ended. in the,
0: the movie theater for it's Avengers.
1: Well, that's been the main thing about Mad Max is they're I running just, out of water. All yeah. I
2: remember them saying is when the world died, all of us in our own way went a little mad, which I love that line, by the way. Yeah. And I'm really excited for this movie. I, I saw the first two previews and I really liked them. I really like the first one that came out because uh, that part of the trailer where she, where all the sound cuts off and you just see her like screaming. fall to the ground and screaming, and then the sound builds back up, gave me chills. I'm like, okay. if that's in the movie, if that part is actually in the movie, I will probably. Oh, tear it, up is. A little it bit. is. I'm pretty
0: <laughs> sure. Well, it probably won't be like the same she, effect, but yeah, because it, she's with be. some other women too. And I think uh, they all get died. Well, the first one is very R-rated. Spoilers. There's, there's like the original. There is like nudity and violence. Yeah. And stuff. Okay. It's you seen it, right, Denise? Yeah, I've seen it. I haven't seen it. It's so good. I haven't seen it. It, yeah, it, the, the, nudity. Yeah, the, the director. get out of um... here,
2: you got to go to <laughs> me.
0: Yeah, basically the director. I don't know how you're going to do it for this one. But basically the director said, I wanted to make a movie that you didn't have to read text, read, um, captions. Mm-hmm or have to speak English you pretty much get off uh, facial emotions face and stuff and like how every- it's not a lot of dialogue in the movie basically uh you know he finds a town he finds a guy with like a helicopter kind of thing and he gets some once more oil he tr- they all have a plan and they meet like Chaka with this little like <laughs> baby Joe Dirt kid with uh, <laughs> a boomerang Chaka And then they happen to be uh the t- that little place that had oil is actually being um attacked by uh lord humongous so is basically jason from friday the 13th and everyone has smn like um
3: <laughs> leather
0: straps and stuff that's which, what I here no. yeah, yeah it's very much like that it looks and all the people inside it pretty much have looks like the casting basically just got a bunch of leather straps and a whole bunch of um sports equipment because they're wearing uh football pads and they have they went uh, to an adult store got that was they did and
1: they're like this is what you guys are wearing they're like oh okay
0: that was like (laughs) the theme of the 80s movies
2: because hellraiser was the same thing
0: yeah so it the original uh road warrior the mad max the road warrior definitely a great movie to watch you can rent it on itunes right now for like four bucks itunes
2: you heard you heard that advertisement
0: it's a plug, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm, I'll look into it. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll watch it. The new one looks good. The music looks sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. The visuals, it's all visual and sound. It's a
2: nice balance mix of practical effects with CGI, which a lot of people are appreciating. Uh, I still think that practical isn't always the best way, but you know sometimes you can make a good movie with practical effects if you're if you're a good director and you have a good eye. Practical effects. Just benefits. keep it away from
0: Star Wars. More practical in Star Wars, Wars and hmm. more CGI and everything else.
1: It's gonna be good, regardless. I think.
2: Or balanced, like I said, just have a nice mix. Yeah. That, yeah. I, we'll see that with uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, yeah, we'll see. That comes out May Friday, May fifteenth, which is next
0: week. I want to see it. It's mm-hmm. it looks good. I'm all hyped up because I've been watching the other ones.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'm hyped up because I'm a big Tom Hardy fan. He's Bane in the desert. Just basically that's what it's going to be probably. Basically.
0: And he's got the mask and he's all like tied up on those like long like poles in the air. So mm-hmm. in case they crash, they kill their uh, hostages and stuff. He's on there. He's tied up in a long part of the movie. Like most of the, movie, the preview shows him just tied up. But I don't know if that means he's tied up in the long part of the movie. Probably the first 20 lot minutes. scenes. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Maybe. Anyway, uh,
2: that is our movie preview for this week. Uh, Mad Max. Mad Max Fury Mad Max. Road. Uh, next up, we have With, uh, our video game review. Video game reviews. Who wants to start this one off? Woo.
0: I'll well, go first. I'll you, go can first. Go. first? Yeah, you can go. Sure. Ladies first.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I. Mine's not a, really a video game, it's a board oh, game. Oh, a board game. Yeah, yeah I'll you go first.
0: Go so. I'm reviewing this uh, episode, Skyrim: The Elder Scrolls Five, which is an amazing game.
2: Amazing! Didn't I, I review Skyrim? No, I didn't review Skyrim. No.
0: Did I you? talked about Skyrim? Oh right, yeah, we just talked about. I want to review it. This is easily is a uh, over a hundred hour game. game. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that can master this game. Every time you play, you can just do something new. Like basically, since the Game of Thrones series started again, I'm like, I gotta, I, I gotta get a kill something and like some swords with and sword. with a sword and go up in the mountains and the dungeons and stuff so i've been playing again and i joined the, um the dark brotherhood so i'm completing the whole dark brotherhood quest yeah have you ever played it
1: i have played skyrim yes
0: okay have you ever played dark brotherhood quest
1: no i haven't no. oh that's
0: good you just go around and assassinate people it's amazing but yeah this game i'm sure all we all three of us play it and we all love this game it's an amazing it's game. Easy
1: to play for hours and hours and hours and it hours. It is. I
0: think this is what's gonna, the new Zelda is probably going to be like.
1: I hope it is. I mean, they were mentioning it when they were talking about making the Zelda.
0: Yeah, because this is this isn't very. It's a very PG game. It's not a lot of blood, unless you get bitten by a dragon. But you don't Did get you your say torso.
2: Skyrim is PG. It's
0: not. You don't get. He- well, besides getting heads chopped off, which I'm so de- de- uh, desensitized with. You
1: can with. run around your underwear as well.
0: That's true. But you don't. there's not like decapitations. There's no language. There's no nudity. Just
3: decapitation.
0: Well, besides with decapitation. Blood. With blood? Yeah. I just see clean lightsaber cuts. Like nothing. I think you can trim the blood on or off. Maybe I'm not playing it the right way. <laughs> but yeah, great game. Um, okay, so this is the thing I-, I blew my mind. I was checking up on there are no dragons in this game. That's right. You look at me. No dragons. You hear me, everyone? There are no dragons in this game.
2: Explain yourself.
0: They're raven. Oh, wavens? Well, How do you pronounce that? Oh,
2: is that what you told me? That's you, what whatever? I was told.
0: How do you pronounce that? It's a weird word.
1: <laughs> Wavers?
0: Wavers. Thank you. Wavers? 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 Whatever. Some. Yeah. Wavers. <clears throat> no dragons. In this game, but they call them dragons. They're stupid. They never seen dragons before. They know stories. So dragons, you're saying, oh,
2: okay. No, I think I know what you're
0: saying. Wavers, noun, a winged, two-legged dragon with a barbed tail. Oh. I guess it says winged, two-legged dragon. Wyverns. Has
2: wyverns.
0: Wyverns. Wyverns. Well, they call them dragons in the definition. Anyway, would you call those well, dragons? Dragons. I guess I would call them wyverns. Dragons. It says in the definition. Nice. No, so, it's about. a
2: legendary winged creature with a dragon's head and wings. A reptilian body, two legs, and a barbed, t- like you said. And it's sweet it's sea dwelling. Or oh, no wait, there is a
0: sea dwelling version of it. Which I I don't Dragon's are supposed to have two legs, two lanes, and wings.
1: Well, does that mean Khaleesi's dragons are? Wavons?
0: Yeah, they're wavens. You're all wavons. wrong. They're not oh, dragons.
2: Cause, I because the wings are their hands yeah. too. Like yeah. a bat. Like a
0: bat. Bats aren't dragons.
2: Uh oh, she's not mother of
1: dragons anymore. She's Mo- mother. Mother Weevens. We- yeah.
0: See yeah, that we everybody? We were- blown <laughs> your mind.
2: It did blow my mind.
0: Dragons aren't back, so I'm they don't know what are talking about.
2: I'm still calling them dragons, though. They are dragons. Dragons. But yeah, so dragon. this game's amazing. You dragon, can play this dragon, game.
0: Rock the dragon. Dragon Ball Z.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you can play this game for hours and find something new. I I'm still playing this game. Came out like three years ago. and I'm still, still playing, playing it too. But my version always freezes. Is your version freeze? No. Oh, lately I've been having problems. Usually, that kind of tells me, you know, I should get off. Yeah, I think I. I think they said that the.
1: on the you, load screen. Yeah,
0: the longer it you play, the and the. I think it's
2: because the longer you play and the more you build the character, the slower the engine works.
0: Probably because you can uh, knock over a plate in a house in a town, and that has to load with the plate on the t- on the floor when you go into the village. So you can just blow everything up, and no one's gonna pick stuff up. So everything you do change has mm-hmm. an effect, and it stays that way. Unless someone says, I'm going to pick that up mm-hmm. and sell that if you just drop that here. <laughs> but yeah, great game. It's actually, um, let me see, out of, the, of 25 best-selling games for consoles of all time, all of them are Nintendo besides Skyrim and, of course, Grand Theft Auto. So I thought that was nice. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. And it is the only game to get a perfect 10 from um, a Japanese... I forget what it's called. It's... Uh, Fematitude? F-E-M... How do you pronounce that?
3: That's not right. We'll just call it
0: that. Oh, get yeah. Basically, it's different. the only um, game to ever get a perfect 10 from a Japanese... High-rated Japanese um, video game magazine. They never give any other games from uh, America, like, that high. This game... I think it got two, Game of the Year for... Um, what was it? Yeah, it was the Game of the Year. Yeah. So we got that. Amazing game. Every blade, every corner of grass is different from the entire world. You're not going to keep seeing the same, like, branches on the floor. It looks like you're outside. Yeah, which makes um backtracking a lot more interesting. Yeah, it's actually, you're just wandering around. It's, look, everything looks amazing. It's so it's... nice.
1: It has different weather, too, going on as you're going through
0: the mm-hmm. yeah, you get to, uh, When you get to
2: Windhelm? Yeah. Or... Winter Winterhold. I almost call it Winterfell. Almost yeah. call it Winterfell. Those <laughs> damn role playing people always using the same names from different, just very, different variations of it. Winterfell, Winterhold, mm-hmm. Winterfell. Winterfall, Winter, winter is coming. Winter's eve. White Run, White Run. run. <laughs> but yeah, and I really like the White Run city. Yeah, That's it's mm-hmm. really pretty and stuff. Everything looks really nice. And or River Run is a River Run, mm-hmm. which is the one where they have the little dragons trap place. That oh, Wind- that's Windhelm? That's Windhelm.
0: Yeah, one of your first towns you yeah. visit. That's the one I like, not not Winterfell, or Winterhold. Sorry. Winterhold. Yeah, Winterhold's up north, and it's the one that has the dragon statues in the, the beginning.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah,
0: so you can do anything in this game. You can build... They have NPCs. Is NPCs where you build stuff now? Yeah, you can build a home. You can build a home. They have the Dragonborn one. You have... I love that
1: you have a home on there. The
0: one... Heartsbane. The only thing yeah. that...
1: The Elder Scrolls online, you don't have Heartfire. a Heartfire.
0: You don't? you don't. You can have a house. Basically... That on, on,
1: online. Yeah, that a lot of people are very upset about that—that that you don't have a, a home.
0: Well, the, the big you can thing marry. about you have a bank. <laughs> that's dumb. Well, the big thing about Skyrim, you can join a guild or a certain group, and you can have a room, or you can just take, kick, kill everyone in a a castle that you like, and just take over that. Mm-hmm. Because as long as there's no enemies nearby and you killed everyone in that castle, that's yours.
2: And you can mm-hmm. and you can marry. Both man or woman. Yeah. See? Obese. Very progressive in this Bethesda. world. Not Bethesda. 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 <laughs> marry a dirty
1: Khajiit if you'd like.
2: That's true. As long as they see your little amulet, they'll be like... Yeah, as long as I, have I'm single the amulet. First time, the first time I did it, I got, when a guy asked me, I thought, oh, maybe he's going to set me up with his sister or something. You, you marry like, a man? I did not marry a man. I'm not that progressive. Uh, My character isn't yet. You probably, I was thinking about him. Like, I was thinking about my character. Because you can marry multiple people, can't you? Or is it just one? I don't know. I'm You I'm can marry pole.
1: different people in different towns.
2: Oh, yeah. You okay. can? Danica, yeah. how do you know this? What? I don't
3: know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Danica's married to men, women, Khajiit. Khajiit. The lizard people. Yep. Yeah, but um,
0: you also. don't have
1: to know about each other. Crab oh, sure.
0: people. Crab people. Taste and, like man. Act like people. I don't know, but basically, um, great game, and actually, uh, Bethesda was approached to make a Game of Thrones RPG game before they did this, oh, really? but they turned it down because they wanted to make a more, like, they don't, they, wanna, they wanted to do their own thing, mm-hmm. so they wanted, they just continued with, um, carry on.
3: very
2: country. infused with Game of Thrones, though, so they took that, a lot they, of Game of Thrones. I'm sure they elements. did. Yeah. Because when I'm playing this game, I'm, I swear to God, I'm in Game of Thrones. I'm in I'm in Where, Westeros, not in not West Tamriel. That's, that's why
0: I wanted to play Skyrim because it was like I got want to play and get a sword and just stab people and take their money. Yeah, so. I mean that's very Game of Thronesy. It's,
2: it is. It's just like Bethesda does need to come uh, go to them and say, okay, can we make a Game of Thrones game
0: now? Well, it was the other way around, and they said no. But they have a Game of Thrones game out since then. Oh, it's so bad though. I heard bad. Yeah. Anyway, what do you get? What
2: is your score for this game?
0: Uh, I give it 10 sweet rolls. It is a perfect game, which I'm still playing to this day. Like I said, on... It doesn't on, freeze. Yeah. I ha- give that
1: game a 10 as well.
0: Yeah, the main story is good with game. all the dragons. Tens yeah. all around. Tens <laughs> all around. But you don't have to do the main story. You can just do anything you want. Basically, anything you want in this game. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine on the PC version where you got Macho Man, Randy Savage flying above you and stuff, and just you can do. You unlimited. can customize your character huh, online. You, do, you can become a kid in that one if you want. And kill children. You can't do it in this one, but you can become a kid. You can become anything in this one. You can kill your spouse too, can't you? Yeah, you can just kill her. Mm, plans tonight. Plans. Plans, but great game. Of course, I get a 10 out of 10. I don't know anyone that wouldn't give this game... Uh, my friends score. my friends who hate rpgs the hell with them then they can go and play call of duty all they want and run backwards while firing guns i love skyrim i love all these all their older games like
1: you gotta love rpgs i
0: like I, the skyrim was actually the first rpg i
2: actually invested time in because i played oblivion just to try it out yeah you're oblivion and that was hard <laughs> was i forgot hard. to tell you about the
0: uh fast travel Yes, You're
2: walking. I'm walking everywhere. He forgets to tell me. You can, you know, you could just like, you could have just teleported. Basically, You're like what? What? Enjoy that view,
0: Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All
3: that
2: time. Skyrim, I actually bought because I, I like, I really like the previews, and I invested so much time in oh, it. Oh, and the music, music. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Saying? Something,
0: something. <laughs> in throaty. <laughs> anyway, yeah. The fucking- so. That was my uh game review. Skyr. You got got to go yeah. play it. It's yeah. it's still out there. Become the Dovakin, which yeah. is dragon for dragonborn.
2: Yep. Please
1: she's dragonborn. Yeah,
2: she, she is, is dragonborn. Born, she's actually. a Dovakin, yeah. <laughs> Only she can't uh she doesn't have the voice of dragons, but anyway. Yeah. Uh you next. Me next. me next. Me
1: next. You next. next. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a video game review. I have a board game review. That's all talk about nerdy. That sounds nerdy, geeky. Talk about super dragons. nerdy.
2: Dungeons and dragons. Dungeons oh. and
1: dragons. You all.
2: The both of the nerd culture.
1: Yeah. You all. Y'all need to start playing this game. Um. I've been revitalized.
0: I want to play high this school. game
1: again. And um. What you do is you have a dungeon master in the game, if you haven't played it, and that person pretty much sets up all of the territory territories you're going to go to and what's going to happen to you on your experience. So we have these little figures and stuff. And you roll the dice to see how many hit points you have and to kill these creatures and things. So in last night's uh, board game of Dungeons & Dragons... We set off in a world uh, known as Ravenloft that's been made up by, by Gary. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ravenloft is like a town with like half-elves. And I'm half-elf on there. But I'm on the more human side called Escalante. And we're – there's three of us. We're missionaries. Or not. Mercenaries. <laughs> mercenaries. <laughs> and uh, mercenaries. I see missionaries. Uh, I tell you about the word of Christ? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we go and we find an adventure, and um, to go kill a necromancer in the swamps. So we find ourselves in the swamps, and I'm encountered by zombies, and I almost died. But
0: is this a very slow-paced game, or is it fast-paced? Because I, I, w-
1: I think it's pretty fast-paced. I would consider it fast-paced because you you'll get into battles right away. He's just him explaining. What's going to happen? He's like, so you guys agree on this, and then we agree on it. Because my character also has psychic abilities. So I'm like, okay, hmm, I touch his hand, and what do I see from this character? But I have to be careful because I have to now do um, a roll of the dice to make sure I'm not going insane. Because you also have to roll the dice because your character can go insane.
3: Oh.
1: Or you can go, or you can get very, like, psychotic. Or something so that also changes my character so you're like a on Vulcan. the game. So this one's like a, like um, it's kind of like medieval, but it, he wants it to be like a scary, a scary one, like haunted and stuff. So we run it. We encountered zombies and giant frogs, and I just took the frogs out because I'm a warrior in the game, so <laughs> I, I just killed them. I am Brienne of Tarth in the game. But <laughs> nice. Well,
0: what weapon do you use? I'm just curious.
1: I have a bastard sword. And an axe, a hand axe. Nice. I have, uh, yeah, that's pretty good. But I feel like I've been killing more with my battle axe. But um, we, also, we killed the necromancer in the swamp. And the world just turned into a fog. And then it twisted and we were in a different world. And in the world there's a bunch of uh, gyp- gypsies that are psychic and stuff. And so uh, we found this kid we're supposed to watch out for. He's the, called the Lost One. And this gypsy psychic told us, you know, be careful of the Lost One. You can't trust the, the Lost Ones. Their blood, or something about the blood, um, is cursed or something. Anyways, I have a Lost One following me, of course, in uh-huh. the game so far. And uh, seems nice, young, young little fellow. I don't know if he can fight or anything. He hasn't been able to speak. And I've been reading his mind with my psychic abilities. But... I'm gonna have to do um, a roll of my mind check next time because every time I read his mind, I am in like crypt, and I'm in. Um, I see dark things like a man hovering over a dead body and really? images. I see images of death, but um, it's a good game. It you got to use your imagination.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. It, it's a lot of it's, writing. It's a lot of writing down. There's
1: a lot of writing down. Um, you mostly just write down what you find. Um, he's the dungeon master writes down the storyline in like a little booklet. He's like been writing it down on the computer, printing it out like a page. So it's kind of a lot of work for the, more of the dungeon master. Yeah, you gotta
0: be really into it. I hear.
1: And um, and then when, once you're a player, you need to have at least a booklet to write down like what you find. Say you find three hundred gold in a. Diamond and rubies and stuff. You want to keep that, or you find like a skull that's magical or some crap. <laughs> and, and or a ring. Like, I'm looking for a ring so that it can um, help prevent me from going insane with my psychic abilities. But if you're into RPGs, you'd probably like this board game.
0: Yeah, I always wanted to play. It's just I didn't have enough friends it's, in high school to play with.
1: It's fun. You should play. You guys should play with us. Um, I, we live kind of far, but. Uh, so yeah.
2: A little, little too much for me right there what i'm sorry you'd <laughs> get into
1: it come on you read comic books that's
3: true right. true
1: i'm sure you'd get into it like it's been kind of inspiring me with my art as well but uh yeah
0: oh good that.
1: it's like getting the imagination ticking do
0: you guys have, um, have little figures and stuff we have
1: little figures yes little what? metal figures and that's cool all the and metal, i nice. want to paint them Oh, it's not painted? Paint. I, mine's not painted, but I want to paint my character. So I will cool. like, pull it in a little bit more.
0: Yeah, I like oh, I I've I seen stuff, and you get like little figures, and uh, the dice is amazing. That's probably one of the the yeah. main things people see it when you You want to roll
1: dice. a 20-sided dice to do a critical hit on a person. You're trying to kill someone. You roll a 20, or at least a 19, that's pretty much a critical hit. Rolling and then crits all
0: day. But all the uh, the bad guys you fight are just um you're using your imagination, right? Yes. There's not little figures for them.
1: There's still figures for them, yes. Oh, that's awesome. And we have um little tiles and little he has a little fake bench, like a little dollhouse. <laughs> yeah. of things. And you go in the castle and we just had little fake little brick walls that are about an inch high and we have our characters in there indoors. doors.
0: That's crazy
1: little doors and stuff. You have to reset it up each time, though. You go in a room, you're kind of, like, resetting it.
0: Well, I didn't ever play Dungeons, right? I used to play Magic the Gathering, so it's kind of like the same thing, but with cards. It's an entire table full of just fighting and stuff. But it's basically one-on-one. This is more of a, like... I know the Dungeon Master's got to come up with all this stuff. And you got to get his facts straight. Yeah. Because that looks fun. I always wanted to play. I might join you sometime, but... Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. You should. You should. It's It's fun, and everybody... There wants another player in there too. <laughs> nice. He's like, we need. They're like, we need a couple more players, and I'm like, I think I have the two. Yeah, I'm we'll a, see. I drive. just had to convince if, this one right here. God, if
2: it wasn't Mikey. for the fact that he lives all the way out there, I'm like, whew, yeah, that's a drive. It is. Well,
0: but um, yeah, maybe we
1: could play in half the way.
0: That's true. Do it over Skype. the phone. Yeah, Skype. <laughs> we'll remember. Skype play. Not Skype it. <laughs> like, roll me a 20. Roll me a 20. No, like,
1: I rolled a 20. like I No, swear. I rolled a dice. Yeah. Like, I know. rolled off the table. I
0: got 20. See. Roll. Yeah. <laughs> but that looks good. Dungeons & Dragons always looks really excitingly fun. It is. Which, it's
1: a good game. Yeah,
0: we spawned all the... Uh, which, not for that, it won't be Skyrim right now. And,
1: and back in the the 80s when it came out, a lot of people said it was devil worshipping. That's
0: fact fact.
1: Dungeons & Dragons. That, and my mom made sure to get the game, like, what, back in the day... When she heard that, she's, she's like, like, "Oh, how? it's for the devil! Awesome!" Oh my god! She's like, "What? I'm gonna get this game!" So she immediately <laughs> went out and got it after she heard that news.
0: Wait to make nice. sure it wasn't evil because she heard no, it no, because she,
1: she wanted us to learn how to play it because she thought it was fun, a funny. Yeah, the devil. She didn't believe ah. any of the crap. Okay, good. So she was just like, "That's silly." So
0: that looks good. Yeah, I always want to play. Yeah. Good review. Uh, I would. Uh, yeah, what do you? Uh,
2: What's your score?
1: My score on it, I would give it a 10. It's just like your imagination. Your
2: what imagination. What you get to come out,
1: yeah. come out with in the game, just blending of it, each other's ma- imaginations, like trying to get a storyline going that Two. you're making up. oh or, building a story Sorry. but it's good i give it a 10 awesome it's good. a fun game
0: especially you keep playing it so mm-hmm. it must be amazing
1: you play it for hours once you start playing it i, I like,
0: imagine yeah. i played other board games i'm sure you got we have played board games at my place yeah where it takes hours yeah it yeah. does it takes a couple hours at least <laughs> so mike uh you got a game review i got a video game review for once Woo-hoo!
2: i know right um it's a nostalgia video game review awesome. it is uh devil may cry 4 for the Xbox 360, it is one of my favorite games of all time, and I play it on and off every now and then. But I remember I had it with my original 360, the white one, the white one. You remember the original white one? Yeah. one? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I got so far in that game. Before I go into that, basically, Devil May Cry Four picks up uh, chronologically after Devil May Cry One. Uh, there's a long sordid history to to the Devil May Cry franchise, you can look it up, I'm not gonna, it's too, too convoluted to explain, but basically, you play as a half-demon, half-human character named Dante, who, uh, has, who basically, uh, takes on cases involving demonic issues. I thought he was a vampire. No, he's a half, maybe, I think in the, the horrible reboot, DMC Devil May Cry, he's a vampire or something, but, uh, he is the son of uh the legendary demon knight Sparta, who centuries ago, uh the demon world uh tried to or not I don't know if it was centuries ago. I don't remember the timeline exactly, but weeks ago. Weeks ago. Weeks ago uh, the demon world tried to uh conquer the human world and Sparta rose up against the uh, the demons and he pretty much massacred them all and he for that, he left the, the demon world. He took a human form, and he actually, um, I think he took a human form. Like I said, I don't remember the history. It's very convoluted. Uh, he took a human wife. As they do. As they do. He, lo- and he fell in love with her, and I think that's why he rose up against the demons, because he fell in love with her. And, um, he had twin boys, Virgil and Dante. Uh, Dante stayed in the human world, and he, uh, Lived a human life, but he has always had uh, skills as a fighter because of his demon blood and everything like that. And um, Devil May Cry three, the third one, sets it as, as a, like a prequel to all this. He explains it more in detail, but basically uh, Dante gets attacked because, uh, and he fights his brother Virgil, who wants to open the demon world. And anyway, long story short. It, it like I said, it's very convoluted. So I'm trying to figure out the right way to. Yeah, tell I the never story. heard anyone
0: really talk about the story. It's basically I see, action just him just with a so giant sword, right? Yes, uh, rebellion. People up in blood all over half so the much. screen.
2: He's, it's a hack and slash to its to to the T. Yeah, and you have guns. You have infinite ammo. He has twin barrel rifles. But anyway, Devil May Cry Four, without trying, I'm trying to give a little bit of backstory, but not too much. But Devil May Cry 4, uh, you start off as a new character named Nero, who uh, is this knight for this order of extreme, like, cultists, I guess you could say, who live isolated from the rest of the world, who worship the demon knight Sparta as their god. Sparta. Sparta. (laughs) This is not Sparta, (laughs) but it's, it's Sparta with a D. S P A R D
0: A, Sparta. For legal reasons or what? Is... No,
2: probably just because it sounds cooler. Okay. Uh, or translation? I don't know. Uh, they worship him as a god, and basically, the whole game starts off with Nero in the church while they're doing a uh, a mass. And Nero's always been type the type to stray away from the traditions of the of the church, like he. He doesn't wear the traditional garb of the of the knights. He wears his own colors uh blue and red and he has a uh, a customized uh sword uh called the Red Queen which is basically like a it has a motor in it and it's really cool because when you stab demons you can do a, you can do a combo where you stab them or you like slice them up you drive down and you stand on them and then you twist the the throttle on the sword, and you ride him around like a, like, <laughs> a LA, like a car, and you take out a bunch of demons with that. Anyway, starts off during the mass. Uh, the leader of the uh, of the church, he's like the pope-like figure. He is talking and everything like that, and then Dante comes crashing down through the ceiling and just executes him, shoots him in, straight in the face without any warning. So it starts off the very your very first fight. In this game is against Dante. It's you basically start off a boss a, on a boss battle, which I love. And it's it goes through three different uh phases. You you figure out a way to to beat Dante and then it find you find out that Nero himself has a demon arm called the Devil Bringer, which acts as like you can he can use it to um extend his harm arm yeah, it's like,
0: like a white oh Blue. It's, oh, blue. it's blue, yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: It's like a, um, kind of like a f- yeah. floating hand that it, that extends from his own arm. It's like a, and it just can grab things. You can use it like for telekinesis purposes, kind of. And you can use it to pull yourself uh, across different types of maps. And it's, Nero is one of the... Things that a lot of people, when this game came out, were like, oh, I have to play as this new kid? I can't play as Dante? What? And they were upset. But once you start playing as Nero, it's so fun. He, they're, and then halfway through the game, you can start playing as Dante again. Oh, really? Yeah. Because it kind of ex- it kind of goes through the, the storyline that it makes sense for you to uh, transfer over to play as Dante now. And their characters are totally different. They... Uh, they have different abilities, they have different um ways of doing things, and
0: um yeah, it's, it's just a full Japanese game, huh It looks yeah, like it's a strange lady this it looks translated. like a uh, monster hunter Capcom makes it that man explains it yeah um yeah,
2: so basically, you play as Nero for half the game, and then you finish the game off as Nero, and it turns out Nero is actually the reincarnate reincarnated uh being of. Dante's twin brother Virgil. I don't go into full detail about that, but it is pretty okay. much it is pretty much uh known to the to fans of the of the series that he's the reincarnated uh spirit of Virgil because Virgil and dante both carry uh <laughs> yeah that happens he he's showing me a picture of a part where he throws red he puts a red heart over this this thing and he blows it up that way. It's actually that's that's Dante, he's very he's a jokester.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: anyway, uh Dante and Nero both have uh swords that were given to them by their father. Uh Inuasha. Inuyasha. Uh Rebellion, which is Dante's giant sword, and uh Yamato, which is uh Virgil's katana. And they both act as a uh, They're both demonic swords. They're both demonic blades basically. And um like Inuyasha Yeah, whatever. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Anyway, (laughs) uh, the reason why you find out that Virgil is the reincarnated spirit of... uh, I mean, Nero is the reincarnated spirit of Virgil is because uh, halfway through when he gets his devil trigger, which is uh, a part of the game uh, where you can activate your demonic form. That's called the devil trigger. Dante can do it. Nero can do it. Uh, it's when he is able to get Yamato, uh, the broken blade. It's broken in half, and I guess Nero is able to reform it once he grabs it, and it, and it becomes whole again, and he's able to access his his uh, Devil Trigger.
0: Okay, cool.
2: And there's a line he says that Virgil says in the in in uh, Devil May Cry 3, which is verbatim, and which is why it increases the theory that he's the reincarnation. And it's just a very good game. There's a lot of replayability in it. They have, ever ever since Devil May Cry 2, I believe, they've had multiple levels you can start, you can play once you beat it. Um, You have, you know, you have easy, normal, hard. Then after you beat hard, you get into the extra harder modes, which is uh, Dante Must Die mode, which is, where is it? No, it's um, hardcore mode. Uh, let me look it up. An NES hard. NES hard. <laughs> now, um.
1: Ultimate. <laughs>
2: you have normal hard. Uh. Let's see if I can find it.
1: I tried playing Elder Scrolls on that. Um. I mean, uh. Skyrim on the. Um, PC? The hardest setting on Skyrim. Oh,
0: just skeletons just take forever and stuff now? Or how was it?
1: It was impossible. I had to get through a, da- a dungeon and I accidentally. Like, I left it on from the night before because I just wanted to see mm-hmm. how hard it'd be on the hardest setting on on Skyrim.
0: Well, I wonder if you could play this whole game it's and just not really kill hard. anyone.
1: It's really hard.
0: I can imagine. A lot of these games now, when you put on the hard difficulty, they ain't joking. It's hard. Not uh, Last one I heard that had an
2: extremely hard um, difficulty mode was Ninja Gaiden 3. And Ninja Gaiden 2, where. It, you literally cannot uh, beat it. Yeah, it's just you ain't gonna beat it. Uh, oh, crap! This is this is don't make me cry. it's this? Just... Okay, you have easy mode, normal mode, Under and legendary. hard mode. Legendary. Then you have um, Son of Sparta mode, which is a little a little bit harder. Then you have very hard mo- hard mode, which is
0: like. Like the drone guys, you have to kill, taking like basically.
2: Couple minutes. Um, you have they, the the enemies get harder. You need more strikes to kill them. You take more damage. Um, they take less damage. Uh, it's strategy. You you pretty much. Each difficulty increases your use of strategy instead of. Just, like, hack and slash.
0: I, can, I don't know. I, I can see games like Fallout and even Skyrim having something like that because you're facing against a person usually one-on-one. Oh, but wait. when you're facing, like, games like this and God of War, mm-hmm. I don't see the point of having, like, Oh, I see legendary. I love it.
2: I love it. Well, actually, Son of Sparta mode is the very hard mode in Devil May Cry. Uh. Oh, wait, no. no never mind. Son of Sparta is in the, the, the reboot. Is there and a... then there's Dante Must Die mode, which is the hardest mode you can possibly imagine
0: and oh my god Do you get a special ending or it's just a achievement no, 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 points? No. you
2: get the same thing you just get you every uh bragging rights no not bragging rights every difficulty you beat you get um new perks you get infinite uh devil trigger because mm-hmm. it runs on a on a gauge with uh in normal mode you can only be in devil trigger for so long but in uh certain modes because it increases it regenerates your health um so in some, I think after you beat very hard mode, you get um, infinite devil trigger. Uh, after you beat Dante must die mode, you get um, you also keep your infinite de- devil trigger for the entire mode, and then you get extra costumes and weapons. And Capcom's like good with that kind of
0: stuff. Capcom is it. really good with that. And so- then
2: then they have heaven or hell mode, which is every it's it's kind of. Um, an easier one but it's not easy either it's everything dies with one hit even you you really you die with one hit yeah uh so you basically can kill everything with one hit but you also have you to be fast you have to be fast yeah especially when you get the hordes coming at you of um of enemies like it's harder when you're actually fighting the uh everyone else but when you get to the boss it's easy you just
0: Bam! You're dead. Right it in the punchy. eyes. There you go. You're dead. That's uh,
2: except for those ones that start off with the like. There's one character that one boss that starts off the the boss battle with a burst of flames. Oh, and so it's you very get, hard to avoid. You have to. You literally have to time the jump perfectly to get avoid hit, getting hit. Oh, that. okay. And then there's Hell in Hell mode, which was introduced in DMC4.
0: That. How do you get past? How do you get harder in one hit? Kill. Huh. How do you get harder than that in hell in hell mode
2: every character is the same hit mode you you uh need the same amount of damage to kill them but you die with one hit oh you so do just... not and you you keep infinite devil trigger but your health doesn't regenerate because you die with one hit Jeez. so it's basically just saying you have it is extreme strategy because you have to Avoid any damage whatsoever, and you have to inflict the same amount of damage you would in, in normally. Wow, Why possible? program it? Why program it? For a it's, joke? No, it's literally bragging rights, man. Yeah, that's when it gets the bragging rights. And uh, I, I couldn't do it. I yeah, do it. Actually, I actually have a friend. I have a friend who is who played uh, Devil May Cry three, the original edition, which is the hardest of the of the games because uh, it's one of those games where if even if if you get to the final boss. There's no save points. You get to the final boss of the final level of the level, mm-hmm. and you have to kill them in that level. Or if you die, you start from the very beginning of the level. He beat it. He beat it, and he got S rating in every single level. With S rating is the top rating you can get.
0: I can top that. I have a friend who beat Contra on NES, no hits, through the entire game. Ooh.
2: That's that on something.
1: earth contra is
3: impossible
2: yeah so uh what do you rate the game um, what do i rate the game i rate it 10 uh double triggers out of 10 uh, I, 10 10s, I, 10s, 10s all around 10 all I around because i think it's a it's a very fun game it's very replayable and even actually when you get to the harder modes it's even funner more fun even funner. it's even more fun and they actually have these uh this thing called um oh what is it called uh, We're going to start
0: oh, reviewing games we don't like. Yes, this game should. sucks. Avoid it. <laughs> Zero. Why it sucks. Uh, I
1: made it through that cave, though, in Skyrim on Legendary, though. I oh, you did, did make it through. I had to use up all my health
3: potions. So. I bet.
0: Carry a backpack full.
2: <laughs> oh, and Dante Must Die mode enemies get Devil Trigger, too, which means their their powers increase. But anyway. it's uh, crazy. It's called... Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's like, a, it's like an arena-type thing where you go through different levels. You can go... Oh, through, like, Sorry. Anyway, uh I got to level 200. I don't know how I got to level 200, but I never got I've never gotten past level 10 after that again. And it's it's just basically you can you can play that separate from the storyline to gain more uh orbs to so when you
0: start playing the normal storyline, you can level up easier. Okay. A lot of games I forget what games have this. I'm thinking of Zelda cuz Zelda has something like that where you just uh especially in um uh, the Wind Waker, where you fall, to go down a certain cave, and uh, Twilight Princess has it, where you go down a certain cave, and you have to go down at least 100 floors and fight a new boss that gets ch- more challenging, and then you eventually get... There is an ending, but uh, for this one, it just keeps going. There were games like that, like that. I think Golden Axe, original Golden Axe for the uh, Sega Master System had that, where you just infinitely bot- beat every bad guy in the game. To the point where you just keeps going.
2: Well, here's the percentages for each mode for the lesser demons and bosses: 90% in easy, 100% in normal, 175 in hard, 200 in very hard, 250 in and Dante must die mode. And I just lost it again. Oh god, where'd it go? And yeah, 225 for Dante must die mode. I think I said two fifty, I'm at two twenty five. Sorry, yeah, you
0: gotta be a hardcore fan. Oh
2: dude, you do. You have to be able to play this game like it's kinda like Skyrim where when you're done with it's but it's not Skyrim because I about it's about open, like yeah. open world. But even after you're done with the main storyline, you can still go back and play it just for the purposes of playing it again. Yeah, it.
0: Capcom does a lot of games, like especially with the Castlevania games where they do that. Where if you beat it you get like you're playing with uh Richter instead of um uh who's Dracula's son. Alucard.
2: Alucard. Oh, yeah. Alucard.
0: Capcom's cool. good with that stuff. So next we have the comic book review. Oh, God. We're already going on overtime, too. <laughs> uh, I'll go fast. Well, I'll make mine quick. Um, This episode I am reviewing uh, kind of like a spinoff but more of a continuous story for the Marvel Zombies mm. story. This one is Marvel Zombies versus the Army of Darkness. Cool. Which I hope you guys are good evil dead fans or oh, bruce campbell mm-hmm. oh
2: speaking of do you know they're making an evil dead versus uh ash versus the evil dead tv series for stars
0: i heard about that uh, mm-hmm. a while ago They started I, production already they did okay well i was gonna put yeah there we go there's some extra stuff but basically the comic book it's a big thick graphic now they made these uh really nice books so you can probably get these um online or even in your local comic shop the
1: marvel zombies books yeah
0: there's i think there's eight of them or something like that i got them all they're really over there they good they are really nice. nice so graphics. the story starts off with like the last one where uh, the zombie plague was infecting Earth. So basically, in on this one, uh, Bruce, uh, what is it? William Ash? Yeah, Ash J. Williams is falling from the sky. He lands in a dumpster, and he's like, doesn't ever remember where he is. He know where he is because basically he's been jumping from uh universe not universe but alternate reality alternate reality mm-hmm. hunting the the deadites and the the book of the dead so this homeless woman pretty much gets um possessed and tells him that the uh this world will die the the book of the dead will transform the 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 dead into the living Not into living but you know the, the dead shall walk the earth so he comes up against runs. um yeah he, doesn't the know walking wh- dead. yeah, he doesn't know where he is. So basically he turns a corner and sees two people fighting. It's Daredevil and... um, Who's the other one? Um, The one with the ball and chain. Um, Wrecking Ball, I believe.
3: Yeah.
0: So he, he starts attacking the old woman who is possessed. And Daredevil sees him. And so Daredevil tries to knock him out from beating up an old woman on the street. And Ash and... Uh, was it Wrecking Ball? I forgot his name. Basically, team up and beat up Daredevil. So he's, and then you read the newspaper, it says Wrecking Crew Escapes. So he goes up to the Avengers Mansion because he realized that they're, they're uh, the authority of the cities he's in. And he tries to tell him that I come from an alternate world where I'm hunting this evil book that will um, rise the dead and kill this world. And they kind of laugh at him and says, like, well, like, where did you get this information? And he's like, well, uh, an old bag woman told me when I was climbing out of a dumpster. And they start laughing at him. And he's like, I'm serious. Stop laughing. And an enchantress teleports him away. And basically he starts freaking out because he starts to see the signs of all these purple clouds coming and lightning. And he says, like, world's ending. You guys, uh, everyone has to, like, take cover. You're all in danger and stuff. So he starts screaming in the streets so the Avengers come again and they kind of think he's crazy so Spider-Man webs him up and try to take him away but that's when it happens the flash of light happens like in the first Marvel Zombies where it's one of the superheroes is just there and he's feeding on a uh, a person and they turn around and the Avengers try to stop him it's Serenity. I can't pronounce his name um, basically, he's like the Superman of the Marvel Universe. He has the power of a thousand, um, atomic suns. Yeah, basically, he's Superman. <laughs> so, he starts fighting the Avengers. The Avengers start getting bit. And they start, uh, eating people all around. Spider-Man's still array, uh, away. And he drops, um, Ash on the ground. And he tries to talk to, um... Like Luke Cage and Black Widow. One of them bite him on the shoulder. And before he changes, he tries to get Ash out of there because he realizes that everyone's freaking out and going crazy and starting to eat people. So him and Ash head off, trying to get out of the way from the chaos, from the streets that are just being filled with just people running and all the Avengers eating people. So he's running to the streets. Uh, Avengers. Yeah, he, he runs away from Spider-Man because he knows that he's gonna, uh, that power of the Evil Dead is in him, and he's going to be attacked. So he's running, and he sees Dazzler being attacked by um, what's his name? Uh, Winter Soldier. Mm. So he goes right behind him and blows his head off. <laughs> And so he kind of like – he's all like happy because like he's um, safe and he saved this girl. And he's kind of impressed about how the women superheroes are dressed. So him <laughs> and Dazzler are off to like – we um, I know where we are. We're close to Stephen Strange's house so we can go talk to him to see what's going on. And so they get to Stephen Strange. His um, home was, is already infected through one of these other guys who try to go after the first attack of the zombies to get Stephen Strange's help. And they find out that Strange is gone. So they go through his books because they realize that Stephen Strange is uh, the Sorcerer Supreme. So Ash goes like, well, if he's a sorcerer, he might have some books that can talk to. So he goes in and finds some other books that actually tell him that the Necronomicon is on this plane of existence. (laughs) And it's been... You know the usual story. It's been inked in blood and written on uh, the flesh of the of the I don't know suffering, mm. and it's been fought over for gener- uh, for uh, countless eons. Mm-hmm. And the person who has it is the one who rules Laveria, which is Doctor Doom.
2: Oh, Doom! Of course. So, yeah.
0: So um, Ash, Dazzler, and now Scarlet Witch are off to Laveria. Which they are being, um, which is being attacked now by other heroes, because throughout the uh, whole world it shows pages that the virus the, the the zombie thing is spreading. Quicksilver got bit because he thought he saved Scarlet Witch, but it was actually mystique in different forms, so she bit him, and he's, he can run from country to country, so it's just the, the plague is spreading quicker than anyone can imagine. so he they go off to doom. And Doom lets them in because he realizes they're not infected. And Doom's been keeping um, a few amount of, of his people uh, from his country alive. Mm-hmm. Not children, not old people, only enough that like can breed. And the rest he just sacrifice out the door while his force fields are keeping Goliath at bay and some other superpowers. So he tries to convince that uh, this Book of the Dead is in this world and I have to find it and destroy it or else this plague will continue and wipe the world. And just... Doom um, convinces them, tries to convince them, that says, like, I have this book, but I will not show you it because it will not help you. I don't care about um, what's happened in this world or your heroes because basically he's talking about how the original book, like I talked about before, Stephen Strange... Not Stephen Strange, uh, Dr. Mr. Fantastic there we go. basically told everyone this is the next step of evolution for humans because they can live forever. So he's showing that he has cameras on all these heroes that they're going off eating people. And uh, Mr. Fantastic in the helicarrier with the last surviving heroes, are uh, he actually purposely infects them. So it spreads over there like in the last book where um, they all escape in an alternate reality. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, and Thor um, smashes it before they can all go with Magneto. Because this is all happening at the same time. So, Ash gets locked up. And uh, Wanda and... Um, who's the blonde one? Dazzler are trying to convince Doom that this world isn't like... We can still stop it. But he's like, no, this world's gone. So... But when Ash is getting carried away to the prison, he actually um, breaks free and kills his Doombots and disguises himself as Dr. Doom so he can make his way to Dr. Doom's library, which he does find the Book of the Dead. And right before he destroys it, the book tells him – because the book has a face, which you guys know, the Book of the Dead. He talks in this one. He talks about, like, how this world is being uh, destroyed, and Ash uh, pretty much – threatens the book with this new Dr. Doom hand he has <laughs> that you tell me or I'll blow you away. And the books pretty much laugh at him, telling him that like nothing you can do can stop this because this isn't um, a result of my power of the evil dead. This is another power that's taken over the heroes. And no matter what I do, I can't stop it, even if I wanted to help you. So he Ash is freaking out because then why did you possess that woman in the beginning and tell me that this world is being taken over by, like, evil and the dead will rise? And the book continues to say that because that is what's happening. But um, my hatred for you is so vast that I wanted to basically screw with you <laughs> and make you go through this whole thing just in vain. So he convinces the book to raise the dead – and raise the deadites and possess all the living people on the planet that are left and the dead to fight off the the superheroes because they're actually by this time they actually devoured all the people on the planet that are left and actually know the last place of humans are being kept alive is Laveria through Doom. So Doom has like all the superheroes surrounding his his castle. And he knows that soon that it would be um overrun. And so he has to get Doom, uh to the um, last place that he, Doom has that everyone knows Doom has an kinda of not a, much of a time machine. He has an alternate reality generator, generator Much which, like
2: the what Mr. Fantastic had, right? That Mr. Fantastic
0: build one off Doom's um like scopes. Because um Doom ha- everyone kinda of knows he has this because he's used it before. Like Deadpool used it where he went to um, kill in alternate realities, which he thought he when he turned into a Hulk pool. <laughs> so he's basically going in alternate realities, saving superheroes from be, having their accidents, like Peter Parker being bit by the spider. He like pulls Peter Parker out of the way before he gets bit and throws him <laughs> in the street and stomps the spider. But by doing that, he throws Peter Parker into the oncoming car. <laughs> so basically, Scar- uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Dazzler know about this alternate... Um, this reality generator machine. So they uh they find Doom uh trying to get the last people because at um everything's falling apart inside. Um, Ash released the enchantress who is being kept uh, in a uh, electric cage front with Doom, but she uh he thought she was normal, but actually she was using her power to look normal and he released her, which then attacked Scarlet Witch. Not Scarlet Witch. It attacked um, Dazzler and then bit Doom. So Doom is his last efforts trying to free his people to an alternate reality. So he pretty much um, – everything everything's going to hell inside. The people are breaked in. The zombies are on the outside are trying to fight the heroes so they give them some time so they can make it to the alternate uh, reality machine. Mm-hmm. Ash tricks the book to help him because he says, like, well, you're made out of human flesh and you're talking book inked in blood. The zombies are going to want to eat you next. So he kind of tricks the book to using his power to buy him some time. Hulk pick, uh, uh, Wolverine picks it up after mm-hmm. um, Ash uh, goes in the alternate rally generator, the last person before um, Doom destroys it because he doesn't want to go and hurt his people because he is also contaminated now with the virus. Mm-hmm. So he throws it aside, Wolverine picks it up. The book tries to says, "Don't eat me! Don't eat me!" And Wolverine doesn't know why he says that. Then Hulk picks it up, and says like Hulk's uh, full of eating people, but Hulk doesn't now need the toilet paper. And the book screams, "No!" So um, the generator does uh, change every five seconds. So th- even if they do rebuild it or goes in, they won't follow him. Mm-hmm. So Ash is pretty much looking through every doorway to see a good alternate reality that he can go through. The first one is more of a spacey alien thing. The second one is more of a dinosaur. The third one is more of a post-apocalyptic, which is kind of a nod to the end of the second ending to the army of darkness Mm. where he ended up. Mm. And the third looks fine. So he says, smells like pee, full of trash, dumpsters. This looks like New York. I think I'm pretty safe. So he goes in. There's no one around him because the, group of people that survived went in a couple seconds ahead of him so he goes in he, he looks around he feels relieved that he got out of there the books left and so the whole world is gone but at least uh, he saved his own skin so the portal behind him closes and he looks off to see a giant full moon and actually uh, the revealing ending that he is now in a world not full of zombies heroes but now full of werewolf superheroes
2: <laughs> nice
0: and Wolverine super sense smells him, which they all brag about having animal sense now. Chase him down the street, and it ends with a question mark, which I thought it was a gr- really great book for continuing on the Evil Dead series, the scene where Ash is, and the Marvel zombie series, which I thought it was a good comic. I just pretty much told the whole thing, but there still are several different issues of the Marvel zombie issues. But it's a good comic. If you like Evil Dead and Marvel, especially zombies, that's the book for you. Mm. Awesome. Yeah. So, Mike, you have a comic book review. I as well? do.
2: Hulk issue fifteen and Hulk issue sixteen. I'll be really quick with these because I don't want to give too much away because we'll have, still, still have to read them.
0: I know. I still gotta read them. You keep bringing them over here. I want to like listen, but like, oh, I gotta read them myself. Okay. Well, uh, basically, uh, it
2: starts off with uh, Banner waking up and uh, just falling um, to his death.
0: What issue is this? 15. Thank you
2: uh, Well he's falling to his death And he's trying to wake Hulk up again But Hulk's knocked out So what he does is as he's falling He breaks his finger to wake Hulk up That's cute And Hulk wakes up obviously And then Thunderbolt comes And guess where he crashes He crashes in Joshua Tree National Park What? What? Because the Yucca Mountain I just looked it up Is actually uh, in Nevada But it borders with California It sounded uh, familiarly <laughs> close Yeah uh, we're very close to that bit, by the way. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, Hulk, Red Hulk comes crashing down, chasing after him, and they fight some more, and he f- causes more seismic activity, but Hulk finally prevails and uh, takes away his gamma radiation, Red Hulk. So Red Hulk
0: takes his what? Green Hulk's away?
2: No. Nope. Green Hulk takes Red Hulk's gamma away, so Thunderbolt's normal human again, and... He pretty much calls the military police and they arrest Thunderbolt <laughs> Ross for desertion.
0: Oh yeah, because they could now, huh?
2: Yeah, and uh, at the, at at the end of it, has he seen uh, Ross being taken away? Hulk writes a message in the in the ground, and he lets Banner wake up again, and it says, "We need to talk."
0: Oh, okay, good.
2: And then it, and then one week later, it it. Psst ends one week later with him uh, going to the Avengers with uh, what's his cousin's name the She-Hulk She uh Jennifer Walters Jennifer Walters he all the Avengers are there superior Iron Man with his metal with his silver suit Captain Captain Falcon I'm not I'm not going to call him Captain America no Girl Hulk Girl Thor Girl Hulk She-Hulk. Thor Girl Thor Thor and Vision and the rest of the Avengers and it ends with him saying, I'm
0: dying. Uh, Who's Green dying? Hulk. Green Hulk
2: is dying. What?
0: Yolks. <laughs> I <laughs> know where they're going with this. And then in mm. issue
2: 16, it, which is the final issue of this Hulk series before Marvel Secret Wars, it starts off with him wanting to talk to Jennifer alone. The other Avengers are like, no, they want to fight him and everything like that. And... He finally gets her alone and they talk and um she punches him when she finds out what happened to Lyra.
0: Yeah, I Because are they close? Um, they all hang out together with, but they're family too, so it's not like it's, it's his daughter, right? It's yeah, his estranged daughter. Yeah. Okay. And
2: basically he explains to her that he's how he's dying. He's dying because his the extremist is slowly fading away.
0: So it's not it's not his body's dying. His his mind is dying. Yeah, uh, Dr. Green co- consciousness is dying. Yes,
2: Dr. Green consciousness is dying, and he's a f- And they asked. he asked him, like, well, can't you continue on with extremists? And he's like, I can. I've already developed a, a serum that will allow me to keep the extremist virus and keep my intelligence. But the only problem is I'm afraid that uh, – what what'd you call him? The one in the cover? Mastro. Mastro will pretty much come out. There's some
0: or mistr yeah, something like that. Yeah. There's something
2: he says there's something more evil inside of him. Like you think I've I'm doing this all because I'm I'm evil, I'm not. I'm doing I wanna help people, I really do, but uh but there's something else inside of me. Like something worse. I can't continue extremists. But worst case scenario he gives her the gamma uh Retractor, or whatever. He made a cure for the cure. He no, his cure
0: for okay. the
2: gamma radiation. He gave he gives it to Jennifer, and he, the reason why she, he's never um, taken the gamma from Jennifer is because he says you're the you're the best of us. You you never let the gamma radiation take over your life.
0: Yeah, because she just continued on being a lawyer as well. It's not like that she changed a whole much. Mm-hmm.
2: So basically, he gave her the the needle as a failsafe if he ever loses complete control that she has to use it on him until he's going to live out the rest of his as much time as he has until he reverts back to uh, regular Hulk and then let Banner take over again. Basically.
0: Okay, so continue on the story. And that's after that's after um, Secret Wars. So who knows what's going to even happen after that?
2: and uh, there's some interesting plot points that happen at the end I'm not going to spoil the end of of, of it for you because you have to read it but Betty Ross comes back and she uh, Hulk lets uh, Doc Green lets Bruce Banner come back just so they can talk and they end with them kissing but there's a little twist at the end I'm pretty sure you probably can figure it out without spoiling it but it basically leads into the like there and it says at the very end there's only Secret
0: Wars Oh, Secret Wars.
2: And that's what's leading into Secret Wars. I know. Yes. I just
0: ordered my uh, first couple of issues. It's going to be eight issues long for the um, series.
2: I think they gave away the first issue at like, Free Comic Book Day. Day. Yeah. I actually have it because when I went to the comic book store, he had some issues left over. And he said, help yourself. So oh, I took yeah.
0: It. I want to read it. I just got to get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
2: I'm going to read the first issue when I get home, see how that works out, and then continue on with Secret Wars. So I got to tell him to put Secret Wars on my pull list now
0: oh yeah it's gonna be good it actually sounds really good i wasn't Mm. so much for the the rage of ultron that's coming out or the uh the age of ultron thing that created the whole other series i think it is the rage of ultron rage of ultron the one that just came out but there's one before that i had where ultron did come back and it was the age of ultron eight book series which wasn't very good it was all like he's back and it's gonna change everything which it changed nothing (laughs) basically it kind of opened up i don't know if they're continuing it because i don't know anyone that reads it it opened up a gap in reality because they kept going back and forth through time, where the 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 universe that Spawn lives in kind of came out and poured into the Marvel universe. It was weird. That's what I was like weird, but yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Good ah, stuff. I can't wait stuff. to read this comic.
2: Yeah, I'll, if you can't get your copies, let me
0: know and I'll let you borrow mine. Well, I think maybe I should start the new place, but I don't know. We'll talk about that. Off yeah, the air. loyalty. I know it's loyalty. hard to advertise. So, um, anything else?
1: No, nothing else for me. I don't, I haven't read. A we weren't hearing much about you this episode. Have we
2: been talking too much, Denica? No, that's that's all right. That's been a complaint from people that you don't get to speak enough. People oh. like you. Yeah, okay. people like you. They like me. Yeah, they really like. They want me. your input on things. You know, Maybe when it's we talk about
1: my situation earlier. Hmm?
2: Oh yeah. 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 I remember now. <laughs> you remember. Don't don't get into it. We well,
1: won't we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, we won't get into that much. But probably because you know we we talk more about the comic stuff and you're you know, more you're comics. not you're not, I'm not a comic.
3: so Yeah. Yeah.
2: Look at when we were talking I'm about the comic. video games. Ah. ah. The when we were talking about the video game, she was re-
0: she was talking I was all kinds. About
1: the video, the, you know. the one
0: game. Yeah. You're nerd. You're super just nerd. Just I know that you're super nerd when like it comes stuff. to video games. games. Yeah.
1: Video games. Yes.
0: You yeah. well, should run our video game section. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do want to say you thank moved. you for Casey O'Neill to getting my uh, quote. It was rigged. It's your brother. Nah, it was actually uh, going between whoever pays attention quick enough, really. It's really difficult stuff. You guys didn't know that, right? The quote no, was, no. welcome to die. I think yeah. <laughs> that's very obscure. So that was No, one. it's actually really popular. Just really? Google it. Okay. Full page of stuff. <laughs> welcome to die. Basically, nice. it's from the X-Men arcade game. Cool. Magneto shouts out. Nice. So yeah, I'll I continue with those. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. continuum. Yeah, I'll and continue
2: I want to run something by everyone who listens, and maybe you can we could do like a vote or something on this on the Facebook page. But I want you guys to pick our next nostalgia movie review, like because we go through a lot. We have a lot of movies that we can review, but I want you guys to reach out to us on Facebook if you even care. About our nostalgia reviews, but yeah. if you have one that you think is a good one, you know, keep it in the nerdy, geeky, freaky nerdy, geeky range. range. Yeah, like comic book movie, uh, uh, no, sci-fi, sci-fi, fantasy, fantasy. Just <laughs> nerdy, just yeah. you know. If it's something you think we've never watched before, or yeah. something you want to revisit, just let us know. And for the next one, we will review that if you guys get to back, get back to us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I got to say. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much. Bye everybody. <laughs> right. I'm oh, I'm
1: William. I'm Danica. And I'm
3: Mike. And fare thee well.